My name is Thomas Gibbonsneff. I'm a journalist at the New York Times. I served in the Marine Corps as an infantryman. When it comes to reporting on the front line, a lot of the same basics are at play. Uh, you're looking at the map of where you're going. If you're on a paved road, field roads, you know, is there a hospital nearby? Is your body armor affixed with a first aid kit? Does everyone know where that first aid kit is? We arrive into a, a military position. I get out of the car. I look at my watch. You know, I set a timer. No more than an hour. I'm listening for drones, jets, check in with the team. Is everyone comfortable? And if they are, then we proceed. Frontline reporting is dangerous, but I think nothing is more important than talking to the people involved, you know, hearing their stories and being able to connect that with people thousands of miles away. Anything that can make something like this more personal, I think is well worth the risk. New York Times subscribers make it possible for us to keep doing this vital coverage. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do that at nytimes.com slash subscribe. From the New York Times, I'm Michael Barbaro. It's Tuesday, October 8th. Here's what you need to know today. In a surprise announcement, President Trump said that the U.S. would withdraw troops from the Syrian border with Turkey and allow Turkey to invade northern Syria endangering one of America's closest allies there, the Kurds. Kurdish forces who have been instrumental in working with the U.S. to combat ISIS and destroy its territorial caliphate responded to Trump's decision by calling it a betrayal. On Monday afternoon, both Democratic and Republican leaders in Congress said that they would use their power to try to block Turkey from invading Syria and endangering the Kurds. So the Kurds stepped up when nobody else would to fight ISIS. If we abandon them, good luck getting anybody to help America in the future with radical Islam, al-Qaeda, and ISIS. Senators Lindsey Graham and Chris Van Hollen said they would introduce bipartisan legislation to sanction Turkey if it entered Syria, while Senators Chris Murphy and Mitt Romney said they would hold congressional hearings on Trump's decision as soon as possible. I will do everything I can to um, sanction Turkey if they step one foot in northeastern Syria. Uh, That will sever my relationship with Turkey. I think most of the Congress feels that way. Amid the growing backlash, President Trump seemed to walk back his original message, saying he would now seek to restrain Turkey. In a tweet, the president wrote, quote, If Turkey does anything that I, in my great and unmatched wisdom, consider to be off-limits, I will totally destroy and obliterate the economy of Turkey. And in their latest demand for documents, the leaders of the House impeachment inquiry subpoenaed the Defense Department and the Office of Management and Budget for documents about why the White House withheld nearly $400 million in security aid to Ukraine. Both a whistleblower complaint and text messages from senior U.S. diplomats have raised the possibility that Trump withheld the money in order to pressure Ukraine to carry out political favors, including an investigation into Joe Biden and his son. For more on the situation facing the Kurds, listen to today's episode of The Daily. Just tell your device to play The Daily. That's it for today. I'm Michael Barbaro. See you tomorrow.
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and producing natural gas with fewer emissions in the Permian Basin. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.